Elsintage talking about all things reality TV. My name is Elsa and I'm painting a paint by number. And my name is Garrett. And this week, or right now, we're talking about week two of Big Brother All Stars, Memphis's HOH. We also have with us the great Taj Nadison. Taj, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. It, it was a good end to the week. Was it? It was a good week. <laughs> I thought it was a good week. And I thought the last episode was the best one because everything I wanted to happen happened. Really, you uh, you wanted Nicole to go home. You wanted I did. to become HOH. Yes, both <laughs> true statements. Okay. I, we'll get oh, into well, the HOH later, but I guarantee, Taj, if we had, I mean, I we do, but if we had more than a billion listeners, then that you would get wrecked on Twitter for that take right now. Just absolutely destroyed. I, I like being the controversial one of the three. So I'll agree. I, I, I'm happy for a Tyler HOH. I'm not happy for a Tyler HOH after a Cody and then a Memphis HOH. I don't. I'm sick of these straight white guys dominating the, the early game of Big Brother. It's so boring. Like, where's my Davon HOH? Where's my Janelle HOH? Where's my even freaking Kevin? would be a train wreck of an HOH that I would love to see. Yeah. But Tyler is too good at the game. It's going to be a boring week, probably. I mean, hopefully not. Mark, maybe we'll, I'm wrong, we'll get but... into it. We'll get into it. We got a lot on the plate. We can't just go right to dessert. You know, I'll ruin our appetites. <laughs> Let's start with uh, the first episode of the week. Uh, right after we see Memphis win head of household. Um, when Memphis won head of household, what were you guys' thoughts going into the week? How did you feel about that? I, I think... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just like, whatever, dude. I figured it would just be like, okay, well, Memphis is HOH, so Cody's running the house again. (laughs) Isn't that kind of what happened? (laughs) Not really. Not really, really, but it kind of is. Sort of. I I think Memphis's HOH was best described by Tyler when he said, Memphis is lame, dude. Memphis (laughs) is so lame i couldn't yeah. be so old bro like he played in bb10 in 1943 dude like get, so, come on so lame what a bummer my, that's my favorite dr moment so far this season i have, I'll have to lame. say everyone on twitter wants to hate tyler but can't because he's not hateable like they just don't yeah. like his alliance is a big thing of it they really don't like nicole franzel they're not a fan of danny this season and huh. by proxy, because Tyler is aligned with them, they don't like Tyler. I love Tyler. Me too. I feel like I'm on the opposite end then, because I like all three of those people. I don't like Cody. I think Memphis is boring. Enzo is like okay for me, but okay, that's a cold take. Enzo is, is a cold Enzo take. is one of the best characters we have on this season. Come on. Do you want him to win though? I would love for him to win. He's Over, like, actually really good at this game. Yeah, he's playing the middle really well. Wouldn't you want him to win? I would love an Enzo win. I mean, look, That'd he's not boring. That's the thing. He's not Cody. That, yeah, very true. He's not Memphis. Tyler is the only one who's quote-unquote boring that I'd be down to win because he's actually a really good player and is interesting in the DR. Cody, boring. Memphis, boring. I don't want them to win. Tyler, he could win. I'm down for that. Enzo, he can win. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Nicole Franzel. No. I mean, okay. <laughs> Actually, if Nicole Franzel wins, the Big Brother community would explode, and I'd be really here for it. Because, 
It's like just a hot mess. You're well, here for the be, drama. She'd be the Sandra of Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. but it's Nicole friends. Like, Sandra's a badass, and Nicole... Well, Nicole is given way too much crap for the fact that she doesn't often work with women, which is true, but also she won. Yeah. And that's the game. And I, I don't know what to I, I've had a hard time sitting with that of, like, and I think we got to see that with Dave Vaughn this week even. We'll kind of bring it back into this week. Where do you draw the line at your moral in voting and your game in voting? You know, we see Nicole Anthony yeah. really trying to convince Dave Vaughn that, yes, I understand why you want to vote for David to stay because you do want to get the black male into jury because there hasn't been a black male in jury for like 10 seasons almost. There's only been like nine or seven black men in the history of Big Brother in general, right? Mm-hmm. And so I understand where Davon's coming from saying, I, I can't vote out David here. But I also see where Nicole is coming from and saying, this is not the best game move for you. And we see Devon chose the David in the morality situation. And Nicole F, I think, often chooses the game situation, which is why Nicole has won the game. And unfortunately, Davon has not. <laughs> yeah, I hope that decision by Davon doesn't come back to like bite her in the butt because it didn't seem like her and David were even on good terms when They're she was not. trying to help him and he wasn't casting, he wasn't taking the bait. He wasn't he was helping her out. blowing her off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, what'd you think of this whole thing? This whole voting thing? Um, specifically the Dave on stuff. Cause I think it's, yes, it was in the later episodes, but this week was relatively uneventful as far as gameplay goes. So I think it's more yeah. about like determining where the games are going on in the future. Right. So how do you feel with Dave on? talking so openly i guess about her decision to keep david i think the narrative that big brother is creating this season not merely a narrative but just like the way that they're choosing to tell the story of the house is a lot like a lot more grown up than it has been in the past including like Mm -hmm. all these conversations about race and last week we had Ian talking about being autistic, and this week we had Kevin talking about IVF. Um, so I think that having that conversation from Dave Vaughn really fit in with yeah with what we were doing. And here's here's where I've like landed on this because I I thought about this a lot, right? I think Dave Vaughn has every right and should vote on her morals and that's totally fine with me i have no issue with her keeping david here the part that i have issue with is her telling everyone that she's keeping david for those reasons because that puts such a big target on your back if you're gonna say i'm not voting out any of the black people in this house because i want them to get to the end well that is a valid justification save that for the dr don't tell people that because they know no matter what david and and bailey are going to be above you on Davon's list, right? Yeah. And and that's such a target that put on Davon's back. Definitely. Yeah. I, I agree with the sentiment. I am totally fine with her reasoning for it. I don't think she should have told people that. Oh uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I agree with yeah, all that because I see where she's coming from 100%, totally understand it, but it does draw such a big line in the sand. It's like and if you whoever she works with, you know she could vote you out, but she might not vote out Bailey. I mean, if you're on the block up against Bailey, you know Davon's not voting your way. And that's, exactly. that's yeah. fine. But that's not something I would have wanted Davon to expose to people 
um, so so readily, I guess. Yeah. Let's go back to the nomination episode, though. So before we even got to the noms, we had the safety suite, uh, week two safety suite, and Memphis was trying to convince as many people as possible to use their safety suite cards. Um, Nicole. Good strategy. It is a good strategy, except I don't think he executed it that well because people yeah. like Nicole Anthony were very put off by this. Um, do you remember the confessional from Nicole that is 100% true now? She said, I really hope that this isn't the game move that puts me across the stage from from Julie. Uh, yeah. She's like, I hope this isn't the moment I look back on and regret my decision. It's like, yes, Nicole, it is. Like, okay, was Nicole going to win the safety suite comp? No. I don't Probably know. Probably not. Probably not. There was a lot of people competing in it, right? Christmas did it so freaking fast. But also, like, wouldn't you rather tried than not? Yeah. But it's yeah, such a gamble, I, you know. Yeah. I, you can't blame her that much. You can't. You can't put much too much fault on her. But no. then, but then there's that. I mean, the fact that she didn't play was the reason that Memphis gave to, as to why he put her up and how truthful that is is questionable. Yeah. But, but that is something to consider. Like, would she have even been put on the block if she had competed? I think she would have probably, but I can't say that for sure. Um, I I also think she would have just because mm, me too. Memphis seemed to be really trying to play it safe this week. That yeah. seems to just be kind of his game. That's everyone's Lame. game. Right? That's everyone's game right now. Think about who's gone home. Keisha and Cole. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love them both as people, but they did not have any stake in this game right now. They they have no one. Nicole spent the whole week not sure who was her allies and who wasn't like that is not the people you should be getting out right now. Those people yeah. are numbers you scoop up. I don't understand why all the strategic minds are working together. It's boring. Yeah. Break up. Yeah, Nicole Franzel was right. They should have just backdoored with Janelle or Kaser. Yeah. If they I mean, want to I... make a big Janelle's just going to get traction and she's just going to get she more power no and more power. She, she has, has no not, power. I think the longer she's in the game, the more dangerous she's going to be. I mean, yeah. that's true, because the longer she's in the game, the closer she gets to the end, the more likely she's going to win. But the more lies she can spread, the more, you know, she's making not people lying. nervous. But she's not lying. That's the thing. Not yet. But everyone's saying she is. Everyone's out to get Janelle. They're like, Janelle, true. Janelle, Janelle. She's horrible. She's the worst. But Janelle is doing nothing. She's playing a really clean game right She's now. She's just playing yeah. a, a like a very clean game, not dirty at all. And people are just constantly giving her crap, saying she's like the liar, manipulator of the house. No, that's Danny. That's Nicole Franzel, who are, perp- I don't want to say purposely, but they are allowing Janelle and Kayser to become these targets because they don't want to be the targets. Because, yeah. Danny, yeah. in my opinion, Danny and Nicole F are two of the most dangerous players in the house, especially yeah, Nicole F. Nicole F, I don't necessarily love her that much. I don't necessarily want her to win, but she has won, and she is very good. She is very good, and anyone who says otherwise is just wrong. She knows how to properly play this woe-is-me role that makes her seem so unthreatening. It reminds me of Tony's game, and that sounds crazy, but Tony and Winners at War, how do you play the game? He came in, he said, I'm going to look like a complete doofus, right? What... 
what do people think of Tony? They think of either Strategic Mastermind or his Game Changers game where he gets he goes out way too hard and crazy. Yeah, right? exactly. So Tony comes into Winners at War and says, I'm going to be crazy, but not in the game. I'm going to make everyone think this guy is just a lunatic. There's no way he can actually do anything. He does that very successfully and somehow wins Winners at War when he had no right being anywhere near that final tribal council. Uh, yeah. If anyone else had their brains attached, apparently, right? I think Nicole's doing the exact same thing. Nicole's known for two things, winning Big Brother, but also crying on Big Brother. So she's <laughs> playing it up. I really think she's playing it up. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to be like the most emotionally yeah, like fragile, weak-looking one? Yeah. No one's going to think you're doing anything if you're so fragile and weak all the time. But she's low-key making moves all the time. Yeah, I mean, I would believe it. She slides under the radar, goes in the jury, maybe even final five. I can see that happening for sure. Good for her. Slides in the jury. <laughs> All sneaky, Wisconsin style. So we have the safety speak She's competition. She's from Michigan. Which is the... Really? Yeah. Who's from Michigan? Oh, uh, Nicole? Yeah. Yeah, she's from Ubley. See, Ew, I said Wisconsin. You're Ubley. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey is for horses. Ah. Uh, ah uh, is... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so the safety suite competition is the bar themed competition. I thought this was boring. It was called what was it called? It had a funny name. I don't remember. Oh. It was called like getting tipsy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it was. They did two drinking like things this week. They did. Yeah. Well, they had like H O H and then something that involved uh, drinks yeah. and being moved. That's yeah, the sliding the drinks and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. That is true. They were very hmm. thematic. Uh, I didn't love the safety suite comp. I liked how they edited it so that we at least got kind of like the montage sequence, mm -hmm. um, which is how I wish more Big Brother comps were edited. Yeah. Specific <laughs> specifically the slow-mo comp. Oh my god, if we get that one this season, it's the worst. <laughs> I do not know what that means. You watched it on BB20. You know the one where like there's like aliens dropping oh, yeah. in the sky and they have to oh. catch them in their mouth. Yeah. It's all wet and yeah, slimy. They're all slimy and then it goes into slow-mo when they do it. That's why people call it the slow-mo comp. I thought it's you were funny. saying that it was like a, a slow-mo themed comp. No. Yeah, me too. I hate that competition because a the feeds are down for like six hours when that happens b the way they edit it in bb21 i think it took up like 30 minutes of the episode Ugh, it took forever on bb20 it's so long yeah it's like oh my gosh just get on with it i don't need to see each of you like do the whole thing just give me like the montage of it yeah exactly way more interesting yeah they've but... been doing really good editing this season i've loved the editing this season i think it's been fun. yeah me too so, Elsa, we get Christmas winning the safety suite, and Good she picks her. Ian to be the plus one, and Ian gets the punishment, the all Star Wars script scenes. What do you think of this, Elsa? It was fine. It, 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 I, fe I felt worse for the people, like <laughs> yeah. the other house guests, having to deal with it than I felt for Ian. Mm hmm. 
Like, it seemed like it was just a little over the top. Which, yeah, it was I mean, lot. it's Big Brother, mm-hmm. so, like, over the top is kind of part of it, but it was really... You don't, you don't even know how accurate that is, what you just said. Did you know that there's yes, a... Yes, I do. You do? What do you mean? I don't think you do. Did you know that there's a season of Big Brother called Big Brother Over the Top that was only on CBS All Access? I did not. Really? Oh, yes. Joke's on you. Joke's so on deep. you. Wow. Elsa, doing her research. Oh, Garrett told me that. Oh. Um, I liked Ian's punishment, but I have to say I think I like Janelle's more. Janelle's I, is, like, easy, though. Ian's think- is... Yeah. yeah, Ian's is like, okay, here's Ian's what I'll sucks. say. sucks. <laughs> Ian's really sucks. Ian's was funny. I liked all the different costumes they had to wear. And if you watch it on the feeds, it was funny because, like, he'd have to get, like, people to do the parts with him. Yeah, it was, like, th- it was like in the middle of the night. He's like, will you? Will you? I'm so sorry. Will you? Will you do a scene with me, please? Uh, that reminds me of, like, uh, in The Bachelor when, like, do you watch The Bachelor, Elsa? I know Taj does not really. I've never seen a I've single seen episode the Bachelorette. of The Bachelor. Oh, you've seen The Bachelorette? I saw when Jordan Rogers won it. Okay, so you know in like the first couple episodes, it's only in the beginning when there's a ton of people, but there's, they'll always be like, psst, can I steal him for a second? Psst. Okay, I didn't watch that much, but... <laughs> okay, they make fun of it on SNL too. Like The SNL sketch about The Bachelor is literally that same joke that they repeat every year pretty much, where they're like, Psst, can I steal him for a second? And then like 10 seconds into their conversation, another girl comes and like taps on the shoulder and is like, I'm sorry, can I can I just borrow him for a second? And like they just keep doing that, right? That's what mm-hmm. Ian reminds me of when he's like, um, can I just can I do a scene with you, please? Like I need to steal you for a second. It also reminds me of Kevin last week where he's like, I don't want to put you in a bad situation. <laughs> Imagine Ian, Ian comes into the bedroom. I don't want to put you in a bad spot, but will you, you do a scene with me? With me? <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the right headspace to receive information? They might possibly. I think what I didn't like about it was that, like, compared to Jan- Janelle's, it's just so intrusive. Yeah, but that's okay. Well, it's okay, but then, I mean, like, when they were doing the veto meeting and then he had to, like, get up and do a scene, like, I feel like that's kind of. <laughs> It's a BB like, cliche. It's yeah. a BB cliche, but it like takes away from the moment. Yeah. Um, it's funny I, the first time you see it. Mm-hmm. And then it's yeah. like, okay, you're expecting when there's some kind of like punishment where someone has to like do something whenever a sound is played, they will have to do it during the veto meeting. That is, it happens every single time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think another BB20 reference, that's, we gotta put a counter on this. I think Fessy, when he had to do the Spamazon thing, it was before some veto yep. or whatever, and he, he got did. a Spamazon delivery. And uh, Haley? I, I, I don't think Haley had to do it. Did she have to do it during the veto? Um, well, sure. according to your rules. it's But it if Fessy did it the week before, they're not going to do it two weeks in a row. That's true. Yeah. You know, I just hope that next week's um, safety suite uh, – thing that goes wrong I, oh i can't think of a, a word a punishment haha <laughs> yes i just hope the punishment is more escalated than ian's because janelle's is easy you wear a costume ian's mm-hmm. is like you gotta put in some work so this one next one better be like more than ian's yeah 
Um, it better be like you have to juggle oh. while singing of Maria. <laughs> um, we did skip over one thing that I think we should talk about, which is the have nots thing. Oh, that's a good point. Oh yeah, very good. So they changed they changed how have nots work this season. Instead of the HOH picking or there being a competition, the outgoing have nots get to pick their replacement. Um, which is where we get to see Memphis be a jerk for the first time. He was just such a dick this week. To David especially. And that's why to people David. don't yeah. like him. That's why people don't like him right now, is because of how rude he was to David. Yeah. For like I... no reason. You know what I really want? This is skipping ahead a little bit, but like we're going to talk about Memphis being rude to David in general. So he's rude when he picks him as the have-not. He's like, get up there, boy, or whatever he says. I don't remember. It's just not. <laughs> Hope it like, wasn't that. <laughs> I mean, people like, I remember post the nomination ceremony, people were like talking about like Memphis's nomination speech. And everyone was like, oh, no, did he say something really bad? Uh, I don't I... think he did, but. I thought he was a dick during the nomination speech. He was. He was. People thought he said something worse, possibly. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he was like, welcome to the big kids table or whatever he said, right? It's like, okay, one, so rude. Like, there's just no need for that. I don't know why you think that's going to help you at all. Like, get over yourself. But yeah. two, I really want David to win HOH and either nominate or backdoor Memphis and be like, Ooh. welcome to the big kids table. Like That'd that would, good. I would lose my mind. I'd be like, that is that is so good. David's not good enough in the game to to do that. David's <laughs> not good enough as a reality TV personality to do that. Yeah, I feel David's like David would need to actually watch this show to be able to pull something. He's literally out never like seen that. it. He's he would, literally he would have, never seen it. He'd have to talk to Tyler and be like, okay, so I say one step ahead or two steps ahead. <laughs> And then David goes out there and he's like, that's called being three steps ahead. <laughs> that is still the cringiest thing that's ever happened in Big Brother, I think. Ever? The ones, I, like, cringy, like, just, just, like, pure cringe. Not, like, it's not, like, uncomfortable in, like, a bad way or, like, or, like, cringy in, like, a, maybe that shouldn't have happened. It's just, like, yeah. why did you decide to do <laughs> that? Oh, my God, it's so bad. I call that being one step ahead, and I call this being two steps ahead. It's like, oh my gosh, can you I like? Think there's more cringe. I feel I, I, there has to be more cringe. There is probably, but that's that really stuck out to me from BB20. <laughs> I hate that moment so much. Like, it's the epitome of like, I want to make a TV moment, but you made an anti TV moment. Like, you made yeah. me dislike this moment so much that I will never reference it as a great moment. <laughs> For any reason, I don't care if you managed to get bred out in the in the DE. Like, I don't care at all. <laughs> so, but I, I like the have not the new have not situation. I thought it was pretty good. It's yeah, interesting. So uh, David and Nicole A are nominated for eviction. Elsa Nicole A spends the rest of the week crying. Nicole A spends the rest of the week trying to figure out who her allies are and then crying when she can't figure it out. And also, and even though all game. of her allies keep walking up to be her and being like, I'm your ally. And then she's like, mm, I don't think so. To be fair, Ugh. she's very clearly affected by what happened during the last season, where she was told for weeks that she was a part of like a group and then 
all of a sudden eight or nine people, I forget, I think it might have been nine people, lock her out of the HOH room and say she can't come in because they're talking game without her. Uh, Yikes. And that moment is why everyone loves Nicole. And I'm, I'm certain that this Nicole hatred will blow over after this week. Um, but everyone is so mad at her right now because she's trying to get Janelle out. Yeah. She kind of just blew up her game, I felt like, at the end. I agree. I think she could have saved herself. I think she could have got David out if she had played it better, but she did not. Yeah. She did not. Yeah. Yeah, I was really rooting for her after the veto. The I veto honest, meeting. I'm the thing I'm the most like happy about still is that even though I like Nicole A and Keisha as characters on their first seasons, they weren't like really giving me that much this season. Nicole A was good. I liked her this season. But they're not big game players. And yes, I know I was critiquing people's game move about not getting out big game players. But from a TV perspective, at least we're keeping the big pieces in the game still, right? Yeah. Like, there's no swaggy C being evicted week two, who, which, you know, yes, great move. One of the best parts of BB20. Also, I think took a lot of the eventual steam out of the season. Like, can you imagine if it was swaggy versus Tyler for more weeks than that? Yeah, that would have been really good. It would have been crazy, right? Yeah. Um, fortunately for Swaggy, Tyler got the best of him. Great TV. But, like, you know, like, sometimes taking out these big players early on can lead to, like, a lackluster finale, right? Where you have yeah. a, a yeah. Tyler type who's just kind of, like, really controlling the whole game. Um, I don't feel like that's going to happen this season. Like, I just think there's too many – out of everyone left, there's only a few people who I'm like, you're not a good game player. Yeah, I mean, I was happy to see David stay because I want to see more of him, but Me too. I feel like he's just not good at the game. He's not. And I, I really want to. Because he doesn't really watch to. this show. <laughs> um, the whole thing with Davon, I know we already touched on it, but that's just indicative of like, dude, you have someone right there who is your straight up like ally and will not vote you out pretty much no matter what unless you're maybe on the block against bailey like right at yeah. this point in the game right yeah um based on what davon said why is he not sharing information with her and like pulling her in and being like hey thank you for having my back here's here's my information so you i'm showing you that i trust you right no he was like i don't want to share and then davon's in the deal yeah. like I've played this game three seasons. I don't know why you are doing this to me, but okay. Like, uh, it's just frustrating. Told her to calm down. Come on, man. That was bad. That was really bad. Every fella out there should know. Never never <laughs> tell a girl to calm down. Especially That's, not Devon. I learned I, that from an iCarly episode. <laughs> really? Come on, guys. Carly is, Carly is fighting with Spencer, and Spencer says, calm down. And Carly says, never tell a girl to calm down. I think that's in the same clip as he's when he said, you are grounded for tell college. <laughs> I love that Carly. <laughs> remember, when he has the, remember when he has the ostrich in the elevator because he has that magic meatball that he used I was to literally going to say that line. <laughs> what you got there? <laughs> Smoothie? Smoothie. <laughs> Wasn't that the same episode that Lucas Crookshank was in? It is, yes. Fred. Fred? From, I was good. From YouTube, yeah. I don't know what you're... I knew you are talking about, Elsa, 
but I didn't. I could not remember his name. Well, I can no, remember because, Lucas, but I do not remember his last name. Because yeah. now he's Lucas Kirkshank. Like that's his. Well, that's that's the name of the cat. Okay, would you watch yeah, a from season? Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Would you watch a season of Big Brother where Fred is in the house? Yes. No. Well, okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's, well, he's like okay. not, hey, it's, it's a character. It's a character. It's not, Fred is. But I'm I saying if Fred was a real person, Lucas Crookshank, but not with Fred. Oh, but what? No, I'm know, saying if Fred we is kind a of real have person. something close to that. Nicole Franzel. <laughs> <laughs> is the R in Franzel backwards? The N is no. The O is backwards. Okay. I lost you guys on that joke. Uh, Fred is like, when he spells Fred, oh, he draws the R backwards. There we go. Gotcha, gotcha. And then Elsa said, no, the O is backwards, but an O is a symmetrical shape. So. Well, yeah, think, that's the point. I know. Be dumb but, enough ex- to, but Taj to... was Taj was lost. So I had to, I had to guide him. Give him if a we map. Had Fred on Big Brother, I would want like two thousand mid 2000s celebrities. Could, Jenna Marbles, okay, real quick. Smosh. Knowing Orange yeah. and Big Brother. Who else? Who else? Round out this cast with uh, YouTube personalities from the early 2000s. I think you Annoying need Orange. A, I think Nine you need, Cat. Uh, what's his name? Raymond? Ray? Ray William, Ray William Johnson? Johnson? Yes, Ray William Johnson. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, the guy who does the um, shows. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember his name. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no I have no idea what you're talking about. Have you seen about. that video? He also made um Ooh, let's get um Gabby Hanna in there and she's like No, Gabby Hanna over is not early two thousand. And I'm yeah. eyes are crying and they're making fun of me and I can't and I'm down and I can't and I'm down. What about Tobuscus? No, no Tobuscus drugs people's <laughs> He what? He drugs people he drugged and raped his girlfriend. I didn't know that was true. What? Yeah. Was it true? I think I feel it like was. like we should put a content warning before we start talking about this stuff. Oh my god. Content warning. Tobuscus sucks. I didn't know Damn. that. I didn't follow Tobuscus as a kid. I knew his one song. He was yeah. in the Annoying Orange TV show on Cartoon Network, though. He was. Wow. Todd loves Cartoon Network. I do. Yes. In the Annoying Orange, I bet. I liked Generator Rex. That was a good <gasps> show. That's a great show. No, wow, no, that really takes me back. Generator Rex and Ben Alien Force at the same time. Yeah, the collab. Did you watch the collab? The clap? The collab. They made an episode collab. where they like, came together. The collab. Yes, I did watch the collab. It's um, when. What's your good? Oh, I don't want to say this. Never mind. <laughs> what? It was your sexual awakening to see them both on stage together? You're so close. You're so close. It's not even funny. You're so close. I accidentally found. I was like looking up like on Google Images, a band in Generator Rex, and something that may have piqued my interest as a twelve-year-old came up instead. If you catch my drift, <laughs> you know, oh, like some Rule Thirty Four kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Rule Thirty Four with Generator Rex and Ben Ten, but the older Ben Ten. Mm. You know, I think out or whatever. Best part of the story is I'm like ninety-five percent sure I've heard it before, so. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, of course. <laughs> I think you pod, told no, me. Not on the pod. <laughs> not on the pod, no. 
Anyway, that can be the end clip. You it can be fan fiction. <laughs> Generator Rex was hot. Okay, I don't. I will stand behind this. He's he's hot. That's fine. I thought the Hex Girl from Scooby Doo were so hot. Yeah. Still do. Oh, dude. Just yes. especially the main chick. Goth. Goth girl. Like Scoob. Run for it. Honestly, but was anybody in the show Scooby-Doo not hot? He was not. He's a dog. Let me at him. Well, Let not me the dog. Scrappy-Doo Scrappy. was hot. No. No. Scrappy-Doo was not hot, and I will not stand for this freaking okay, injustice. what about Scrappy-Doo? He peed on people. Yeah, we got a pee for this clip. in the Mr. Bean skin suit. Hot. 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 Okay. <laughs> Can we just agree that Scooby Doo Spooky Island is so hot? Like the, the everyone in the movie, the sexiest kids movie I've ever seen. We get Mark McGrath. We get my sexual awakening of Daphne saying, "I can look at my own boobs, but with a Fred hey. voice, uncomfortable." <laughs> so naked. That was, that was Tasha's sexual awakening. <laughs> I, I was like, I okay. I would do that. I was that, that okay? Was that your sexual awakening or the second from, one from the second one when Shaggy, Shaggy drinks that thing and gets a, a woman okay. body? I will say that scene stuck with me much longer than it should have. I recently saw that again. I remember seeing it as a kid and being like, wow, how did they do that? Looking back at it now, it looks so bad. Remember when the Tasmanian the devil, effect? yeah. When, when Scooby Doo just randomly turns into the Tasmanian Devil for no reason. <laughs> so good, for good. Love those movies. You know who else is like the Tasmanian Devil? Enzo. I was going to say Memphis when he wanted to get punched because he had a bug on him. Oh, there that you was go. so There's good a bug on my nipple. Punch me, say- punch me. And everyone is like, um. <laughs> yeah, so this is the veto, right? We have. Uh, <laughs> Memphis, David, Nicole A, Nicole F, Tyler, and Ian in the video. Yeah. Um, This was like a survivor challenge. I literally wrote that that down in my notes. I said survivor challenge. It's not usually like that. I feel like it's rare that I've seen something so survivor-esque in Big Brother. Yeah. I know it would have lasted ten times as long in Survivor. Yeah, they were much better competitors on that show. And they would have been on the balancing beam in Survivor. Yeah, they would have had like to like stand on like a thin pedestal that's like digging into their feet. <laughs> yeah, the and sun they would have is had like to add balls every six minutes or yeah, something. Yeah, the sun like is like that. beating down on them, and Jeff would be like saying annoying commentary in the background trying to distract them. This was like outside. It's cool at night. Little Cali weather. It's like it's like midnight so it can't be that hot and then you just have to stand on a platform doesn't seem as hard as the survivor version but i don't know how, no. did, did it say how long it went for i don't think i, I think it ended up going for like 20 minutes or something like that that's so short that, yeah i know i don't know we'll get the wall comp possibly soon probably possibly next week i watched the veto episode of my mom mm-hmm. and she said 
she goes, this looks like it'd be the most like, boring existence ever. Like, they have nothing to do. And I was like, well, they have some things to do. And she goes, well, there's, like, nothing to do. And then, like, three minutes later, she was like, I think you would love being on this show. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay, Sarah. Like, thanks, I guess. Uh, I didn't she, like it. She hated Nicole Anthony, my That's mom. Okay. That's okay. okay. Well, and she kept, and she kept saying that Memphis was racist. He is. Yeah, he totally is. Like he straight Memphis. up probably is. I mean, the whole like that's what I was trying to get at with like the David stuff was. Yeah. I don't think he would have ever talked to a white person like that. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I, don't I know. noticed that when he was talking about people to put up. Oh, when he was like, "Hmm, here's the people I'm thinking about putting up: Nicole A." Uh, Kevin, David, Devon, Bailey. Yeah. And I was like, what do those people have in common? It's so interesting. Interesting. I mean, his name is Memphis. Memphis does have a lot of history. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, yeah. It's pretty clear there. I would, if someone's name was like San Francisco, I would trust them a lot more. A lot more friendly. Of a person. You think, you think Memphis needs some rebranding? <laughs> Did you just purposely make a Jenna Marbles reference? No, I didn't. It's, oh. I've never seen a video of Jenna Marbles. Never but she mind. is cool. They have a joke where um, they would name their first kid San Fran. That's fun. They just ended hey. their podcast. I heard. Jenna and Julian, her boyfriend. Oh, didn't they? She ended her channel, too. She ended her channel, and then... They ended their podcast, but Julian is still doing stuff. Hmm. Very funny together. dude. I was They're never a Jenna doing... Marbles uh, fan, but... Going back to the early 2000s Big Brother casting, we put Jenna Marbles on there. Yeah, definitely. But I love David's strategy during the competition of just screaming. <laughs> oh my god, I thought that was so funny. What? Did I miss something? Yes, it, yeah, he just it was, started yelling. Like, to, yeah, to I did not notice this. Off. Oh my god! Yeah, it was, it was, it was like him, Tyler, Memphis. There were only three left, and he just started screaming, but none of them got phased. That's so weird. I, I did not Memphis notice. Memphis even said something really sassy to him, like "You're gonna have to try harder, kid." And yeah. Like, okay, See, stop calling him kid. He is an adult. I wouldn't want to be called kid. David's older than me by like, I, I don't know. How old is David? I think he's like 28 or something like that. That's you want to fact check that? You got it. I got it. What'd you guys think? How old do you think David is? I'd say 27. 25. 27 at the absolute most. So David, according to the Big Brother wiki, David is 30. Damn. Oh, really? He looks Born good for 30. Born January. He looks great. What do you mean 430? You're going to make anyone over 30 hate listening to this. Me? As if we have listeners <laughs> oh. that are over 30. My mother listens to this and she's 31. Yeah. <laughs> There's 31. Yeah. She looks great for sure. She had me when, yeah. I was, when she was 10 years old. Didn't you know? <laughs> was she on Dance Moms? Hi, I Heather. I love Heather. Oh my gosh. Um, you don't look a day over 25, Mrs. Stanley. And then, okay, guess how old Memphis is then? He's like 46. 34 or something like that. He's in his like mid to late 30s. Yeah, Memphis is 37. So David okay. is only David is only seven years younger than Memphis. 
Tyler, <laughs> Tyler is twelve years younger than Memphis, and does Jeez. Memphis Tyler's is not twenty five? Yeah, I think so. Oh my um, god! Or like right around there. Um, Memphis does not call Tyler boy or kid, right? That's just yeah. it's just demeaning. I think I just don't like it. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I agree. I saw a tweet this week, and it was a picture of Memphis, and it was like, "Wow, well, men like say what you want, but Memphis looks really great for 65." Yeah, <laughs> I need to retract a statement from the previous podcast. Uh, Memphis is not Memphis cannot get it. He's uh, no longer daddy. No, he never <laughs> was, but he's definitely not hot. I don't think he's. I realized when he wore that denim vest this week, oh, that the, he is horrible. Stupid, <laughs> awful, ugly vest. I it's hate so it. Bad. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. It's so freaking it's ugly. It's so ugly. That was such maybe, a choice. Maybe if you didn't wear yeah. a denim open vest, you wouldn't have bugs crawling on your nipples. Freaking. Yeah. I realized Tallahassee. In, Jesus. in our Dance Moms <laughs> episode, I said that one thing I would want to bring back from the early 2000s fashion-wise was vests. And if it's like that, I changed my mind. <laughs> it's called so, a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Memphis. That is called a callback. I was listening to it in my car after watching that episode where Memphis was wearing that vest, and I was like, oh, I did. <laughs> You both have redacted statements about Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> so Memphis wins the power of veto and decides not to use it. He keeps his nominations the same. Uh, is there anything else in the veto episode you guys want to talk about? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Oh. oh, I have something, a little note from the previous episode. There was a shot of Danny, and she has a lot of bracelets on her arms. And I... It was a lot. Enough for me to write a note about it. So keep an eye out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep an eye out. Do you think, what do you think the bracelets are for? I think it's like her family. So There's like fr- like name ones, like friendship ones with the beads. Oh, so gosh. That's like some, if that's true, that's like some grade A shade. She has like 20 bracelets with like different people's names on it. And none of them are her father because she hates him. Um, that would be a shade. I've told you about the, Evil Dead, yeah. right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do have a note. Um, not exactly BB related, but definitely CBS related. Um, when I watch these back, I keep getting those AT&T ads. And Lily from AT&T is so cute. Like, she's just such a little cutie. She is a babe. I can uh, agree with that. Are you talking about the girl who's, like, in the store and the guys go, I thought you were going to make it bigger. And then she's like, yeah, it is yeah. big. Yeah, okay. Um, but she... She has a lot of other commercials. She's so cute. I just saw, can't stop thinking about Lily from AT&T. You know, while you brought up CBS, I do got to say that I do have an issue to pick with the DNC, the Democratic National Convention, because we got delayed two episodes. I know. Like 20 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay, but you know what's going to be more annoying? If the RNC delays it. That, I'll draw the line at. I'll be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't care if the DNC. Put, okay, this is. If you haven't caught on by now, listeners, this is a left-leaning podcast. I'm just going to straight up say that we believe in uh, equality and human rights. God, Jesus. We also believe. <laughs> we also follow strict Catholicism. Yes. Like <laughs> no, we don't. I'm sorry, Catholics. <laughs> um, last night you have. If you uh, 
this is an audio medium, I understand, but I'm showing them. I do have this virgin Jeff candle. I gave that, that to Elsa you! Gave me on my desk with me at all times. Um, I, I like am Jeff glad. Probst. Sometimes I lay in bed and I think, does Garrett think I'm stupid for buying him a candle <laughs> shirt with Jeff Probst on it? Do you what? care if I... I don't light it. I'm not going to light it, probably. That's fine. It smells like You don't like have him. to pray to Jeff Probst, but definitely you can look at it. I just That's- like the... I like the body they photoshopped onto him. I know, it's so funny. <laughs> I I got that for you before I even started watching Survivor. You did? Yeah, I got that for you for Christmas. And yeah, I didn't you... start watching Survivor until, like, March. That's not true. Yeah, that's true. I didn't start watching it until quarantine. You watched season 39 with us. Okay, yeah. well, other, and than 40. Se- other than season 39 and some episodes of 40... I did buy it before we started watching 40, I think. I don't know. No, Whatever. definitely before 40. You gave it to me for Christmas, but I, Bef- I don't... Before I started seriously watching Survivor, I got that for Gotcha. You. That's nice. Before I was invested. So, we come into the eviction episode, and Julie kind of sets the stage for us. Is Nicole Anthony going to be able to figure out who her actual allies are and who are not? Spoiler alert, she doesn't. <laughs> nope, not at all. I literally felt so awful for Nicole when Julie was just roasting the shit out of her <laughs> in the exit interview. And she was like, I'm, I have to say, I'm confused by your gameplay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is going to be good already. And then I don't even remember what else she said, but she just basically like rips Nicole to shreds where she's like, uh yeah you really trusted the wrong people like i can't but why did you throw janelle under the bus which that hurt me when like when julie and nicole started talking about janelle that like actually hurt me yeah you could could see nicole felt bad dude because i think janelle genuinely genuinely cared about nicole yeah Yeah, and i think nicole genuinely cared about janelle but was manipulated into thinking that janelle was lying to her right yeah. To the point where she spent the whole week shitting on Janelle to the other yeah. alliance in hopes that it would flip the vote, right? So I don't know how much you guys follow me on follow my Twitter or the live feeds, but uh, I'll give you kind of like a brief, more in-depth of what happened this week, right? Nicole spent the whole week basically telling people she, was, she would target Janelle if she got HOH telling people that I would nominate Janelle and Kaser because they've been lying to me, right? Yeah, yeah. And talking to people about how Janelle has been lying to her this whole time, which Janelle wasn't, right? Um, To the point where Nicole was this close to having a house meeting and blowing up Janelle's game. Oh, my gosh. And you both know how well house meetings go in Big Brother. There is never been a bad house meeting i'm sorry every house meeting ends in in drama it is always so good that's where we got tyler yeah. and bailey that's where we've gotten so many iconic big brother moments and i was like come on nicole come on nicole come on call the house meeting call the house meeting, call the house meeting. it never happened obviously good so, for her. you gotta feel bad you gotta feel i remember seeing that in the episode she is like if i get i'm gonna call out janelle if i become hoh yep and i was like oof Man, I felt so bad. I felt bad for Janelle. She like, no, I felt, felt bad like for a, both of them. Yeah, yeah, it was like a old yeller. 
Janelle definitely cared about her, but she had to put her down in the end. Oh my god, that's oh, wow. hilarious. That is a dark way of looking at it, but okay. Or, or of mice and men. Yes, Woo! I do read. Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You read what in like said, Yes, I do read. <laughs> There's read another person with English. Tenth grade in English. The call. Yeah. In the cast. Yeah, when I was in fresh a freshman in high school, six years ago, I read a book once. That's what you just said. <laughs> okay, so... I didn't actually read of mice and men. <laughs> I just know the ending. You just said, I read, and then immediately said, well, I actually didn't read the things I just said I read. I read Old Yeller and Lord of the Flies. I thought read that. What's your guys' favorite book you read in high school English? Okay, mine is a really hot take. But I thought this book was so funny. Are you guys like The Great Gatsby or something? Dante's Inferno. Funny? I thought it was not read so funny. Dante I haven't read is, Dante's Inferno, but... Oh, Dante is such a wimp. He passes out like six times and spends the whole book making fun of all the people who are in hell. <laughs> I mean, I like the concept of the book, but I haven't read it. Um, my, favorite, my favorite English book I read in high school was Beloved by Toni Morrison, and I still love that book. Mm. I also wow. loved Brave New World. Oh. It's a really good book. Look, let's be honest. No one reads in high school, and, <laughs> and <laughs> further proof and, that Taj does not know how to read. Okay. Taj is illiterate. I I use Spark Notes, <laughs> but okay. See, that I just shows did... right there. That just goes to show that you're a bad English student. Every good English student knows that Spark Notes is inferior to Schmoop. Yeah, you okay. Schmoop. Schmoop is the Spark superior is site. Schmoop is free too. I don't know, but the one I did read, I enjoyed. That was Lord of the Flies. It's good a good read. one with Peggy. Yes. Yeah, it's a good one. And um, he fucking dies. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Sorry for hitting my mic. <laughs> um, so Nicole is evicted in a what was it nine to two or ten to two? Okay, to two. can we talk about? Enzo I didn't understand voting to keep her. I don't understand yeah. that. So I was like, "What was Enzo doing there?" I would love to hear your guys' takes on it because I I have a, maybe some small I, ideas, but I I don't have a clue. Okay, so I, my first, I I'm with Elsa. Gasped. I'm with Elsa. <laughs> I gasped out loud when that vote happened. My first oh. thought is a hinky vote, but it doesn't make sense. What is a hinky vote? So in Big Brother, I I mean it doesn't. It doesn't always work, but a hinky vote is just like I'm casting a vote for another person that I know is not going home because I want to cause chaos. Mm. So yeah, it happened on BB21. JT. JT did it? On 20. I'm pretty sure he did on 20. JT was not on 20? JC, yeah. There's Uh, too many J's. Yes, JT, Uh, JC, JT did convince JC to do a hinky vote one week. I don't remember which week it was. Do you remember? No. No. No, but it was I'm like a fairly certain vote. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that Tyler convinced JC to do a hinky vote that season. It's just supposed to basically cause chaos and then you try to the goal is basically here's what I'd say. Anytime there's a hinky vote in Big Brother, if if you're any future Big Brother players out there listening to this, okay? If you're ever on Big Brother and there's a hinky vote, 
that vote is always going to be from the majority alliance. It's almost always going to be from one of the most powerful players. Do not let them pin it on you because that's what they're trying to do. Usually, right? A hinky vote yeah. is usually like, let's throw a vote the other way so we can say it was them and we can get them out next, right? Oh, you didn't vote with the house. What? No, I did. I totally did. Then why is there a vote against it? You're the only one who would have voted for them, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I thought at first, like, Enzo maybe was trying to cast a hinky vote, but it doesn't make sense. It's not going to work because Kevin voted for Nicole, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only people I could see Enzo trying to pin the hinky vote on are Janelle or Kaser. Yeah. But if one of them but was going to do them, it, yeah, they both they were both going to do it. Exactly. And I think Kevin will own up to his vote. I think he'll try to be so. like, I promised Nicole I would not vote for her. I knew she was going home. Like, I, that's how Kevin's going to play, I think. So I think Enzo, we'll see how it plays out, but I really don't know why he did that. Like, I, I have no clue. Yeah, I thought when he, he was like the second person to vote or the first. He's like the second or third, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, is David going home? Because yeah. if Enzo's voting for Nicole to stay, then. I thought it was really weird. Yeah. So weird. Like, so, so out of nowhere. Especially because we got pretty much nothing from Enzo this week. Like I said, it's almost certainly a hinky vote because I don't think Enzo was left out of the loop. I just don't know the purpose yeah. of it yet. Yeah, I'm sure they'll talk about it on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, looks like we got a mystery on our hands, gang. Let's split up <laughs> and look for clues. Actually, I'm sure if you did enough digging, you could figure out why now. Like, I'm sure they've talked about it in the house. I haven't actually seen anything on Twitter about it. Because I haven't either. I don't want to spoil anything for you guys, but they've mostly been talking about the noms, so... Um, in the end of the episode, we get the next HOH competition, which we alluded to at the beginning of this podcast. Um, it was the beer sliding competition, um, out of the, okay. So I'm kind of annoyed because I guess I'm annoyed at the house guests because on the feeds, they were describing this as a crapshoot competition. And this was certainly not a crapshoot. Yeah. Everyone had a pretty good chance at it. It, but it, t- it took, like, a skill. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. kind of. But, it, but it like, kind of. But, like, the ones when I think of, like, crapshoot are, like, the one that Caitlin won. Where it's kind of, like, even if you have, like, the ability to launch this ball correctly, it's this weird thing you're doing, right? And, yeah. like, and like anyone could theoretically win by the ball just bouncing into the highest score, right? Yeah. But this was a little more, like, it, it had some strategy behind it like do you push it how hard do you push it because you don't want to go off the end but you also don't want to get a low score right so there's that kind of like can you find that middle ground but then Mm -hmm. also like you could throw this very easily whereas some of the best crapshoot competitions are very difficult to throw right like the one that and throw where in a way that people wouldn't catch on to you yeah you just do it too hard or not hard enough yeah but this one, like, if you threw it, people were kind of like, what? Because I saw some people, and I was like, they just threw that. Like, I could just tell. Cody? Exactly. Cody and yeah. I think Davon both threw it. They were both, like, not pushing the things at all. Like, for me, the people who, like, I could tell didn't throw it were the ones whose beers went off the end. Yeah. The people yeah. whose beers were, like, stayed in, like, the one or two points. I was like, what are you even doing? Like, yeah. you're not going to win with that score. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish with that. 
Yeah, I thought this became a close one. Like, I thought for a good amount, Ian was going to be HOH, and I was pretty excited for that. Oh, no, I was, no, I would have no, loved that. No, no, Janelle. Janelle was one point away. We wanted Janelle. Come oh, on, yeah. put him in the Janelle best week of well, Big Brother. Okay, it would have been such a good week. Janelle, it was, it was Ian, and that would have yeah. been very nice, too. No, but Ian would probably have targeted Jacer as well. Jacer is Janelle and Kaser. Um, yeah. I wanted sure. Janelle to win. I wanted Janelle to go after Nicole Franzel. We would have had drama. We would have had beef. Would we would have had gameplay. Everything would have been good. But no, we got freaking Tyler, who I like Tyler, but he's going to be a – I really think it's going to be a boring week. I think he's going to put up Janelle and Kaser because that's what his alliance yeah, wants. I and, hope not, though. And then whoever – if one of them wins the veto, the other one goes home. And if no, neither of them win the veto, uh, Janelle goes home, I think. I hope – I hope – I really hope that they're not on the block – but if I was a betting man, a betting man, which I am not, but I would say Janelle and Kaser are going up. I, based on what I've seen in the feeds today, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, it could have changed in the last couple of hours. I haven't checked the feeds since like one, it's like five hours ago or so. But mm-hmm. I, I think the best bet because we did get a lot of Tyler hating Memphis, right? Yeah. I think that the best bet for Janelle and Kaser to survive this week, assuming that they're being nominated, because I really think they would, and I actually think that might in some ways benefit them, because pretend like no matter what, they're going after Janelle and Kaser, right? Yeah. It's better to have them nommed initially so they have a chance to play in veto, and we can maybe get one of them off the block, right? Rather than yeah. backdooring one of them or something. But what I think will happen, or could happen is maybe if one of them wins veto and comes off, they can convince Tyler to put Memphis up. They could because Nicole Franzel, she was like, I don't know how much longer I want to work with Memphis. He, Danny um, has seemed yeah. uneasy with him. So they're, but I wouldn't, I don't think if I was Tyler, that's not a good move because it's your Alliance and you're taking a shot within your Alliance. I disagree because he's okay. a wild card. He's a, he's a loose cannon. And if your Alliance is agreeing to take him out, then you're good. But not everyone's going to be on board. Cody is not going to be on board with that. He might be. I think a and lot so of people were frustrated with might. Memphis after last week. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a possibility there, but it might be what they're saying is too early. It's a to slim make chance. A it's a slim like chance. Yeah. It's a very slim chance. I mean, it's too early to make a move like that, but Tyler also got swaggy backdoor week too. Like, I just, yeah. what Tyler can accomplish is a lot. And I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler is able to, um, like, if if Tyler is able to like manipulate people into convincing him to do something. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say, like, oh yeah, if Tyler can make it oh, seem yeah. like it's uh-huh. their idea. Like, if he can make Danny and Nicole specifically, I think, freak out about Memphis a little bit, it's possible. Yeah, that's because I so, feel like Tyler. He he loves to be the puppet master, but he doesn't really like to take the shot himself. No. Look at his HOHs. Hands. Who did Tyler exactly. take out on his HOHs? I don't even think – the first person he took out was Steve, not a big target. Who else did Tyler take out on his HOHs? I'm trying to figure it out right now. Another BB20 reference. I hope someone is keeping track at home. The counter. We need, we need a counter for this. So – on Tyler's HOHs, he he eliminated Steve, Scotty, and Scotty. Yeah, so 
he doesn't like to make a big move though when he's HOH. Any final thoughts, boys? I liked it. I thought it was a good week. Uh, I love entertaining moments. Memphis is pretty boring during HOH, but other than that, there's it was entertaining. Yeah, I think it was a good week despite Memphis being HOH. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So next week we're going to be talking about Tyler's HOH. Love Island starts next week. And on Monday we'll be talking about the Long Island Medium in our bucket list. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yes. Long Island Medium Rare. Long Island Iced Tea. Oh, I'm going to drink a Long Island Iced Tea when we talk about Long Island Medium. That's nice. That'll be be very thematic. But I'll put something in it to make it more ghosty. Ectoplasm. Or. Or an eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) Whose eyeball? That's for you. I'll just find all my dried contacts and put them on that. Like take them to the outside (laughs) of the glass. That is gross. Yep. Well, you were the one who said eyeball. Very true. Very true. Okay. Well, what are your thoughts on this week? You better tweet them at tweet us your thoughts at Big Brother Podcast on Twitter. That is not our Twitter handle. <laughs> what did I say? At Big Brother Podcast. Oh no, we're uh, at Get Real Podcast on yes. Twitter. Yes. What we talk about is Big Brother today. Thank you guys for uh, listening. We'll be back soon. Next Listen week, to the sweet, sultry sounds of our voices. Mm. Okay. Bye. Make sure to get real, baby. Get real, baby. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Oh, thank you. Have you guys seen, there's a TikTok, and it's like, it's this guy, and he says, there are some people having kids right now who were born after Shrek came out. <laughs> and then he says, the years wait, really wait, wait. do. <laughs> All kids born right now were born after Shrek came no, out. No, the people having the kids. <laughs> That's been a thing since 2001. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but. Oh gosh! No. That is, oh, I see. So you're saying kids who grew up with Shrek are having kids? Yeah, kids who are younger than Shrek are having kids. I'm not. Maybe if they're teen moms, yeah, but like, like teen not mom. that many. You're making it out to be like, okay, maybe kids who watched Zabumafu are having kids now, and that's weird. Well, yeah, that's us. I love Zabumafu. <laughs> you're pregnant? Did you watch Zabumafu, uh, Taj? No. Uh, no, but I knew about it. Me and you, and the boom of food. Come along, we'll see what's new. Well, and then the things that animals do. <laughs> <laughs>